The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Hello and welcome to My Brother, My Brother, Me, and Advice Show for the Modern Era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your baby brother, Griffin. We're live here from the show floor of San Diego Comic-Con, where we have just witnessed the reveal of Thor 2, Hammer of Thor. Travis, what was your takeaway? I The floor is a buzz, Justin. The floor is on Thor. I tell you what, we can't stop talking about it over here in the booth. Now, is it true that they, Griffin, is it true they've started taking, to calling the show floor the show Thor just because that's how ever-present Thor fever is at the San Diego Comic-Con? Mjolnir? I don't even know her. <laughs> Good one, Griffin. Good one. Jokes like this are some of the many jokes that you'll hear. Thor-related, Thor-centric. Everyone is talking about Thor. Over here at the Stan Lee booth, he's already talking about his cameo appearance as that guy who turns around and says one sentence. Mm -hmm. Travis, you watched uh, 30 to 40 seconds of teaser footage. Mm -hmm. What were some of the big takeaways that you noticed? There was hammering. There was some lightning. He looked dreamy. Um, There was a swirling cloud. I think of saying I wasn't really paying attention. I thought it would be longer. I looked away to get some popcorn. When I came back, it was over. I read on CoolThorBlog.com that Loki's up to his old tricks. Confirm or deny? Oh, no way. He was he was there, but I could not tell um, of what quality his tricks were. Tell me about Skrullex. Skrullex was awesome. Skrull. Sorry. What? Skrullex. Skrullex. Is that a, like, a Skrull DJ? He's a monster. He's a monster in the new Thor movie. Thor 2 Griffin, Hammer of Thor out summer 2013. I'm excited. Griffin, Thor 2 Hammer of Thor out summer 2013. Is it true that they've taken to uh, cooking s'mores there on at the show floor and calling them Thors? They've called them s'mores. call them s'mores? S'mores? They, they call these... They call the treats s'mores, Justin. Uh, and they all confirmed. have speech impediments. It's all, very embarrassing for them. All the Revengers are here. They're all cooking up. Fresh Thmorth, there's Metal Man. The the Thulk. The Thulk is there. The Thulk is there, I hear. There's Meat uh, Man and Metal Man and Kit Girl. Captain USA is there. Uh, uh, fresh off fresh off, uh, fresh off, off his new movie success, Andrew Garfield is on the show floor in costume as the Thlipster. He's slipping around, uh, websing, websing any size of foe. Uh, and that, all this is going on at San Diego Comic Con, and we are live on the show floor of it. The show on Thor. the quietest corner that we could find. On we the floor. managed to hide inside a burrito booth. <sighs> Can we give some advice now? Yep. Don't go to San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. Every everything I hear about San Diego Comic Con 
it makes it look like a nightmare. I had yeah, no you know re- what? You say that till I see pictures of people like hanging out with the Mythbusters and hanging out with Mark Hamill. And there was mostly there was that's a, just like Chuck Bryant. Yeah, our friend, our dear friend Chuck Bryant did post a uh, post a uh, a picture of himself hanging out with John Noble of uh, Fringe fame. So from what I can tell, Chuck Bryant just has like the best life. Yeah, he's like living every person's dream. Yeah. He's living like he was dying. He's getting it. He's getting it in 20 does. Uh, let's, let's get some advice answered, given. Let's give some advice. Oh, let's advice it. Let's advice around. Last August, my girlfriend of seven years dumped me. The worst part is that she was my concert-going buddy, and all my friends are too busy or money-conscious to go to shows with me. I haven't lost my luster for live music, and would still like to go to shows when I can without relying on having company. Problem is, I don't want to be the creepy dude at the Dave Matthews Band show standing by myself. Is it okay to go to concerts alone? If it is, what can I do to feel like less of a creeper? And that's from a real indie rocker in Indiana. Well, let me just clear this off right off the bat. You are not the creepiest dude at the Dave Matthews concert. Guaranteed. Oh, there are going to be people who are way, way creepier than you. There are people in the band that are creepier than you. <laughs> Look to your left. Look to your right. One of these people smells like Cheetos. Both of them have devil sticks. Both of them are operating devil sticks. Uh, yeah, you have no worries. The Dave Matthews Band show. In fact, there are there are probably concerts that are that you're going to fit in better because there's more of a communal vibe, right? You go to a Dave Matthews Band show, a reunited fish. Show yeah. perhaps a, a a a wavy gravy tribute. Maybe to m- the- maybe go to Modest Yahoo and see what he's see what his thing is. Is he still? Is he still? He's on still the set? Oh, he's still getting. He just had another big hit. Mm-hmm. Did I, another big hit? It is Modest Yahoo, right? It is Modest Yahoo. He's okay. the humble Yahoo. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I I think that I think that those sorts of communal concerts. Would probably be a better fit if you want to go by yourself. I mean, I, I can I be honest with you guys? Yeah, what? You, I you don't like am concerts. a person in general. I just don't get concerts. Like as as there are special occasion concerts. There's stuff like the concert we went to with uh, Regina Spector and uh, they might be giants. Yeah, like, that was great seeing uh, Mike Doty in concert. Like that was incredible. We but saw the idea- uh, you and me saw a show with a. Uh, Amos Lee, Costello, and oh, Dylan. Yeah. That was yeah, that was but like great. that's big special event. I, I saw yeah, Pavement this... before they really got big. Uh, yeah, that was me back too. In, let me think. That was like ninety two. Right, man, I saw a Wally show with Zowie. Electric Six and Junior Senior. It was yeah. the most amazing show I've ever been to. So you do like concerts, but no, but the idea of like sitting there around a weekend, and be like, do you guys want to go see a concert tonight? And like. Finding, you know, searching one out and purposefully going, it's usually like some big de- I would say in my life, I've maybe gone to 20 concerts yeah. in, in my 28 years. That's the big appeal of festivals to, to me. Um, and I would definitely go to those alone because then you don't have, you don't, like if you want to leave a show 20 minutes in, you're not going to have any baggage there, you know? If you want to go to the bathroom twice, during the Modest Yahoo concert, there's not going to be a friend there who's like, fucking, really, dog? Really, man? We've been here for 30 minutes. What have you been eating? <laughs> That's really my big concern, um, is uh, standing in a hot room 
with a lot of people. Sometimes you got to take a break. Sometimes you got to dip out. Can I make a call to arms of all the people that go to concerts to listen to our show? I, okay. if, if there are seats available, if it's like a stadium or there's seating, don't don't stand up. Why are you standing up? You can enjoy it sitting down. Sitting down well, is so wonderful. No, you can't tell wait people. Wait a minute. No. Wait a minute. What? No, wait a minute. What are you saying, Travis? I'm saying that I hate standing up. There are okay. seats there. I want to stay seated. But when everyone stands up in front of me and I can't see Harry Connick Jr. singing his heart <laughs> out, like, what the fuck? Waving his web. Waving his tapestry of narrative <laughs> and melody. And he's doing a medley of of Christmas songs and doing a trombone solo and doing it right, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And I can't see it because everybody's on their feet. Let me but uh, let me pitch this to you, Travis. Um you're at the you're at the sold out stadium Delamitri concert, right? Uh-huh. And he's you know, he's laying down the the would be <laughs> singles. Guy, he's Del laying Dimitri. down he's laying down some tracks, uh Delamitri is. It is one man, <laughs> Del. It's a man's name. Fuck. <laughs> And so Dell is up there. He's doing his thing. And uh, all of a sudden you hear the, the telltale roll to me intro pluckiness. Oh, roll to me's kicking in? Yeah. Everyone's been sitting this whole time. You're telling me that you can resist that. You're telling me you can, you're telling me you can keep your ass in the seat. When you I think that there's, I think there should be an immediate like wave of people standing up, like I recognize this song, and then twenty seconds later, just a synchronized sitting back down. I think I spikes think should shoot out of the seat when Roll to Me comes on, because if you're <laughs> sitting during that song, the bad news, you're fucking dead. <laughs> Poison seats. This shouldn't matter because you're a corpse. Yeah. <laughs> Your heart's not beating. It's not mm-hmm. pumping blood. Okay, so how about in the in the circumstance that you're at the Delamitri concert and only then are you allowed to stand? You should yeah. always, like, I don't care if you want to sit and I don't care if you want to stand. What I care about is if I'm standing because I have rented this square for the evening. This is my real estate for the evening. If I want to stand and you want to be a grumpster because you're a lazy bones. Mm-hmm. That's what I. That's where I, I run into. I feel issues. like you're and talking directly to me. Yeah, I mean, I suppo- apparently, like, I didn't know you had such bad taste in manners. No, but it's it not be- that. Like, we went and saw Foreigner, which was awesome, and Journey, which was awesome, and let's like, all talk. Let's all list every single concert that we've gone to because it's you know, real. It's charming concert, and it's good radio. The first concert that I ever went to, I went with Justin when I think I was 15 and he was 18. And we went and saw Tom Jones, and it was that was amazing. great. Yeah, that was a great show. So, is there more to that story, or just no? It you starts just wanted there. To, you just wanted to sort of, I guess, brag. Does is does that count as bragging when you say I went to a Tom Jones concert <laughs> with my brother? Guys, <laughs> guys, like guess what? Check yes. check this out. Uh, I clipped my toenails yesterday, so <laughs> I don't want to brag. But hey, guys, check this out. Check this story. I uh, thought that it was time to change my oil, but I got like another 500 miles. Not a problem. <laughs> I don't even have to worry about it right now. Um, it yeah, can there be are a... people out there that are real jealous of me right now. It can be a real bummer summer, though, when you're when you're trying to get enthused about a con. We went to – it's a big problem at festivals. Like, we went to Bonnaroo one year, and I, uh, it was – so they have, like, all these different shows at the stage, one right after the other. And so everybody went and camped out for Radiohead. But Elvis Costello was playing like two shows before Radiohead. And all these hipsters were like laying down and saving up their their dance juice for when Radiohead was on. 
Mm-hmm. And I was, I, it was like me and two like 50 year olds, the only ones standing for this Elvis Costello show trying to groove because he had, uh, oh, who was the, uh, Toussaint? What's this? Alan Toussaint. Alan Toussaint up there. We were trying to groove to the New Orleans sound and all these <laughs> right. hipsters were sleeping. Did, did you have a moment of recognition with the 50, the other 50 year olds though? Did they see you and feel? Yeah, uh, we young? had to, we had to. And we were actively hey. dancing. We were dancing hey. on the hipsters. Like, hey, I'd, if you can. If you can make it over our way, we've got some got some balls of Pinot Gris, some rock shrimp, Devane and shit, if you want to come over and hang. Um, Stand near us, we'll pop up with another bottle of this Pinot Gris. I think you gotta I think you just gotta go with the consensus. If everybody's standing, you gotta stand. If everyone's sitting. Was that the question? I can't remember what the original question was. Can you go to concerts by yourself? I say yes because it makes it inherently a, a stress free experience. Now, if you're going to a Skrill X if you're going to a Skrillex concert or if you're going to like a girl talk and there's going to be dancing and gyration and movement, why not take a few friends, rub up, find out. <laughs> what's underneath What's underneath those Tommy H's? Let me check it. What would this feel like? Hey, Jenny, we've never talked about it. Let our bodies do the talking. Just let the dubstep take you. <laughs> um, how, about we, how about we jump to a Yahoo answer? <laughs> this Yahoo answer... Uh, this Yahoo answer was sent in by Kate Stull. Thank you, Kate. It's by Yahoo Answers user Humphrey, who asks, Will I ever need to wear my cap and gown again? I just graduated this year. What to do with the robe and cap? I was wondering if I would ever have an occasion to wear it again, so that I should spend $35 on dry cleaning. It's not cheap to dry clean the stupid robe. My college regalia colors are different from my high school regalia colors, and I doubt that I could wear it to my college graduation ceremony. I was wondering if any of the following events would require a cap and gown or even permit me to wear one, and what would I wear to these different events? I will probably be attending this coming year. Am I clueless? Um, and then there's some... There's, there's some All right, list uh, the events. We'll vote. Uh, thesis, presentation, and defense. Yes. I do not know what that is. Okay, form- I would wear... It sounds like a power play, though, to wear a cap and gown. A formal academic award ceremony. Just yes. the cap. Just the cap. <laughs> and nothing else? Now, nothing else. Now, that's a brave look. Tell me about yeah. that. <laughs> What it says is that I I graduated from the University of Bucking. <laughs> can a, I can I, got, I put what about what about just I got robe? My, I got my magna cum loud. What about just just robe cinched cinched uh, cinched? Oh, rolled up look. sleeves to the shoulder. Mm-hmm. So you're showing I, the guns. Mm-hmm. I like to see some black jeans underneath a robe. That's yeah. a really Ooh. cool look. If you get um, that look going. Him it up. Him it up. Cinch it with a belt. Him it. Black jeans. And now, now no shirt. You, and then no it's a, shirt. You got a tunic, basically, or a blouse. And yeah, I'd have it like open to the navel. Uh, fraternity party. Yes. It depends. Uh, depends yeah. on the theme, right? But if you do it, you have to wear it to every fraternity party so mm-hmm. people start to know you as the robester. Oh, that's nice. Robes oh, Pierre. Robes Pierre is here. Uh, could you be Professor Beer Hands? And you would also, <laughs> your hands would need to be made of beer. Have you guys ever heard of Edward Forty Hands? <laughs> yes, I've heard of Edward Forty Hands. I, Please, I, Professor Beer Hands is my father. I, Call me Edward. I feel like <laughs> Professor Beer Hands was invented right after I got out of college, which is a shame because it seems like the kind of problem solving I could really get into. I, I, I have to tell you, it sounds like hipster legend. I don't believe anybody actually does Edward Forty Hands. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I don't, can you I don't imagine doing Edward's forty hands and then like you get a phone call? Yeah, or, like there's a knock on the door. <laughs> or how about you've just consumed eighty ounces of liquid and you need to pass it through your body via penis or vagina? <laughs> What's the next step there? Tell me, tell me where that terminates. <laughs> you just start smacking at your zipper, I assume. Yeah, and then and hope that luck comes into play. Yeah. Uh, dorm formal. That is that like a oh, sex yes. thing? Mm-hmm. First off, I hate to see a good portmanteau go by. It's your dormal. Mm-hmm. I think that that is what you should call it. Uh, secondly, how, I mean, that's that's pretty formal. That's I know. Pre- I mean, it that's is, a formal look. It makes what you look like, like an educated sorcerer. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anything more formal than that. Him up the bottom of the robe about six inches, right? Okay. And then dress shoes, no socks. Army guys can wear their army clothes, army guy clothes, to yeah. fancy occasions. And graduating from school is like graduating from the University of yeah. the Army. Uh, you know, the <laughs> army. These like, are my brain fatigues. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did a tour of smart duty. Mm-hmm. And I think you should be able to, like, let people know that, you're, that you graduated. Nash- I, think, I think it sounds like what we're deciding is... Every occasion is a robot. Yeah, we're batting a thousand yeah. right now. How about a uh, job interview? Uh-huh. Uh, yes. If you're yeah. interviewing for a sorcerer, yeah. yes. Um, I, I mean, it, again, it's a power play because it's like, don't you don't need to look at my diploma. Uh-huh. Look, you mm-hmm. don't need to look at my resume. Look, look at this robe. Oh, and it's also an intimidation play because if you think about it, all the other people in the waiting room about to go in for the interview, they look around. They're like, "Oh, that guy's way more educated than I am." Yeah, oh, he wears, well, we he wears his wear brain our... on his sleeve. Were we supposed to wear our robes? I had no idea. Can you go home and get mine? Can you wear? Can you wear over the robe a Boy Scout vest with all your mm-hmm. badges on it, and maybe like a a a, a you know a miss whatever your state is, Sash, even if you're mm-hmm. a man. I'm, I'm saying you should deck yourself with as many um, status-claiming clothing items as you can possibly get your hands on. And, like, a bandolero with, like, all of your all of your uh, baseball trophies mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, now, you're going to have to tell me what that is. You know, like the, a gun, like a bullet belt. That's called a bandolero, you say? I believe so. Is it bandolier? Uh, Bandolerista. It's a uh, bourbillon. <laughs> should I bring my gold medals? Gold mm-hmm. medals would be great. A tiara. Um, maybe those special contacts you got in high school that make your eyeballs look like money signs. That <laughs> that necklace that says I'm number one. Mm-hmm. Those are such, such a great investment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to pay out. I didn't know if I was going to get enough use out of my money sign contacts. Mm-hmm. But I really did. Because at first you got them for that gag when someone was like, we're going to get paid. And you could go, ka-ching, and ka-ching. look at them. But look it has my... so many more uses. Not really. You're, it has about as many uses as your graduation robe. Um, <laughs> because I'm, I, I have mine from, I guess it's from Marshall. I just don't. I have it. It's in my closet, and I I keep it, and I don't know why, because it's not very comfortable. Graduation robes have one use: you hang them on the back of your closet door, mm-hmm. and then you get really stoned, and then you trick yourself into thinking Dracula's in your closet. Okay, that's, that's good. It. That's a good one. Or if your plan is exploding, you can wrap your baby in one when you're shooting it. <laughs> that's another thing. That's another thing they're good for. 
But those are the only two things. Mm. Martha? Martha seems to be a baby in this crater, and he seems to have graduated from the University of Oklahoma. Martha, maybe it's just me, but does this baby look fucking smart or what? <laughs> Shit. He's gnawing on that cord. It must have essential nutrients in it. Guy smart. Um, oh. Just throw him away. I want to see pictures. I want to see pictures of every listener of this show and i want to see beers i want to see beers taped to your hands i want to see putting your robe in the garbage so open with up your, that. with your beer 40 hands that, trying to maneuver into mm-hmm. the garbage that way they'll have one more use they'll help you win our love mm-hmm. so there you got two uses and also to sop up all of the beer that you've spilled by trying to do something when, <laughs> with beer hands idiots. hey brothers I've got a problem. I want to be an actor, and I know it's a very difficult route to take, but an opportunity has come up that's just too good to pass up. I recently started a day job, though, to make some money, and my parents are very against me losing this day job, which I might have to, take to, do, might have to lose to take the acting job. How I let them know my priorities differ from theirs on this one. That's from Sam. Yee. Well, it's it's easy. Just, you no. don't tell them. No. Yeah, they'll never know. Wait, what? What? There's, I agree with Travis without thinking about stories. it. There's a ton of stories of celebrities and comedians who tell the story of like, well, for a long time, my mom thought that I was still in law school, or they had no idea that I was doing stand-up comedy at night. Like, I, it's the thing to do, man. Like, don't tell them until you're successful, or uh, until you've got a solid contract, and then say, oh, or, now I'm making money doing that. Yeah, because that's, uh, what is the... See, you took that road, so that's what's the nat? What's the like average? Like ninety nine percent of the time, it's mm-hmm. you end up on Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The prob the problem is you can't. You would be able to answer this question really easily if you could see the perspective in which these events will be viewed. If if you bet big, and this turns and it turns out you're a success. None of this will matter. In fact, it will sweeten your story of success and sacrifice. Mm -hmm. If you don't make it, then this is just a depiction of how low you sank. Yeah. And you've got to remember that your parents are looking at this from the outside in. And so they're not looking at all of your potential and, like, your confidence in this. They're looking at it from the perspective of people that love you and fear for your your well-being. And they're going, that's a pretty big risk. You yeah, this day when, job. Exactly. When, when they talk to Grandma Judy this year for their one one time a year Grandma Judith check-in, this is the thing that they're going to talk about. This is it. Right. Do you think Grandma Judith is like an actual biological grandmother or like an old friend of the family? I think she's just an old lady who walks around the neighborhood in her graduation robe from 1938. <laughs> <laughs> she just seems wise. It. Check she it. Seems her wise. son is so dumb. What's he doing? He had a great job at the Costco. I think if you want to, if you want to broach this topic in a way that's going to be palatable to your parents, what you need to have is a. I, I'm sure that you are confident of your ability to continue to sustain yourself without the day job, or else mm-hmm. you wouldn't. You know, this wouldn't be a problem. You need to talk to your parents about how you're going to um, continue to be a a sustainable person without the job because if you can do that if you can convince them of of why uh, you know why you'll be able to k- continue to take care of yourself they won't care it's not like they 
love the fact that you work at Einstein Brothers Bagel Bakery so much. They just maybe want they do. You. Maybe they get a discount on the bagels, and they maybe they it. do get a discount on the bagels. In which case, I can't help you. But uh, you know, the, the, all your parents want is to know that you're going to be safe and and yep. secure. So if you can convince them of that, they won't really give a crap if you want to. And, uh, and, and you might be able to explain it to them from the point of view of like you get a J job to support yourself to do the thing that you want to do, like. You know, so if you have to turn down acting jobs to keep your day job, it kind of defeats the purpose of having the day job. Um, I think you should sit your parents down and then, uh, like, act act in front of them. Oh. Just, like, do some acting in front of them. Oh. To, like, I like say, I, like, I understand that you do not want me to leave my uh assistant manager position at the, at the fashion bug but uh would it would it change things if i was silent a lot and then your parents are like visibly like they're uh, like their, their eyes fa- go wide yeah. and their like jaw slackens a bit they're just like oh my god yeah. oh my god it's like Lancelot is here with mm-hmm. me it's just never I've just never seen it in context did it, you hear what he did with his voice where did our son go fuck I uh, I know you want me to keep working a day job but how can I continue to work a day- why should I continue to have a day job when I'm Hamlet the <laughs> Prince of Denmark yeah it doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense for me to make bagels. Mama and Papa, I have a date. I am a prince. I'm a Danish prince. Bagels haven't been invented yet. This is a Danish voice. <laughs> oh. Who all ever heard of Moliere working at McDonald's? <laughs> probably a lot of people. Oh, yeah, probably would have. Probably definitely would have. Mm. Uh, I I hope that helps. Or, you know what? You want some advice from your old buddy J-Man? Just keep the day job. Climb that ladder. No, mm-hmm. don't listen to J-Man. J-Man. J-Man is wrong. J-Man wants everybody to just earn a living and build a society with me. <laughs> how about that? How about everybody, everybody? Here's my dream. We're all in a society together and we all have jobs. How's that? How's that? Hey, We're all you know paying what? our own way. You should quit your day job. I, you should pick up a newspaper. There's jobs everywhere. Mm-hmm. People are crazy with jobs. There's job fever. They can't find enough people to fill all these great, great jobs they have. So by all means, quit your day job. I'm sure you'll find another one. You're gonna be you're gonna be 23 forever. <laughs> Don't listen to your parents. You'll be 23 forever. Oh man. Fuck. Come on. Build this with me. I know it's not fun being a cog. Come on. <laughs> Come on. You, you got to be a cog to support, you know, the bigger cogs that are on top of you, crushing you. All that we're saying what? is that my, my turlet is broke, and it is fucking wicked expensive to fix it. Supply and demand, more toilet engineers equals cheaper toilet maintenance for, my, for mm-hmm. myself and my man. Nobody. Yep. Competition brings down rates. Yeah. I had a discussion last night with a... With a young man who was carving a pig. The pig's name was Brian. And the, and the, this <laughs> young man carving, what was carving the man, it out of what? What was the man's name? I do, I did. I swear to God, I did not learn that man's name. The pig's oh, name was Christ. Brian. He, Is it possible? Said, did he take his name tag off and put it on the pig as a goof? Possibly. No. Was no. the pig talkative? No. Uh, oh. it, the pig was dead. Uh, oh, what? And he told me that I said, where is the best 
most delicious meat on Brian. And he said, Brian's most delicious feature are his cheeks. Mm-hmm. People, but they don't sell pig cheeks because that doesn't make any sense. Mm. You, you know, you get one pig, two cheeks. You can't really box that. A, <laughs> the, the, the economics of that don't scale. And I said, well, why don't you shave me off one of Brian's cheeks and I'll just eat it now before yeah. the bride and groom get to tuck into this piggy, pig, pig, because they won't, they won't, they won't know mm-hmm. that the cheeks are the best. They'll part. mix and the then, cheek meat in with the rump, and then they'll eat it right. and be like, oh, it was good rump. And you're like, you dumb. Assholes! You just wasted two sweet cheeks on rump. So I walked away, eating a cheek, mm. and thinking how nice it was to have a conversation with a person that knows anything that you didn't bother bother to learn his name. He seemed nice. I I did not pick up his name, but it was so nice to talk to someone who actually knew about anything in this digital era. Pretty much. Nobody knows anything. Yeah, it is so refreshing to talk to someone who has a skill, a some sort of skill that actually has some value, especially knowing. Not like acting, which is bullshit. Right, like learn a trade skill. Those people are the real artists. Yourself to somebody like a a, a metallurgist. Don't do that. I read Johnny Tremaine. I know how that shakes out. Don't do that. (laughs) But Uh, please, just learn a skill. Get in the machine with me, please. Let's just get this. <laughs> just let's get this old fucking this old. I still think that maybe I'm alone. I still think there's some kick and some get up and go left in this beautiful old machine named America. Yeah. So why don't you get in here with me? Let's rev this engine, kick the tires, and see if we can't still put some miles between us and the Ruskies. You know? Because actors are like the fuzzy dice of America. Yeah. Right? I love this. Yeah. I love exactly. this. Please keep That's cha- so true. Please keep chasing this metaphor. I'm just saying, actors are the fuzzy dice, and like the assistant manager at Einstein's Bagel is like the gasoline. You're the gasoline that mm-hmm. keeps it going. I you think- know about things like bagels. Take the your- produce guy at IGA is like the side view mirrors, right? Basically, yes. Take your shot. And the shot. door handles Stop. Are like the guy who works at the secondhand music store. Okay. Take your shot at acting. Here's your course. Take your shot at acting. And um, even if you miss, you won't land in the stars. You will land back at home unemployed. But then what you do, fire up the TiVo, load up an episode of Dirty Jobs, and just, you know, throw a throw a dart at the TV. And get, then your TV's <laughs> going to break the screen. Break the screen. And, then, and then decide that you're going to be a TV repairman. And precisely. Real quick before your parents get home. Uh-huh. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Phoenix Online, <laughs> help me. <laughs> I need, you a, it? I need a two and a half hour degree. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Gonna, if only so I bust. learned a skill. I'm so busted. Guys, this week on IFC, it's Comedy Bang Bang. It's an absurd half hour comedy show that only looks like a talk show. It's comedy so nice they banged it twice with your host Scott Ackerman, a band led by Reggie Watts, and uh, amazing guests, uh, people like Amy Poehler, Zach Galifianakis, and Seth Rogen. This week it's Ed Helms, uh, who shows off his banjo and animal noise making skills. Uh, that's this Friday. Check it out. Hey, I want to tell you about Squarespace. It's where you can go to create your own website or blog in just minutes. It's easy to use. They've got these beautiful templates, and there's a support team there, 24-7, online workshops. Again, someone with a skill, making the machine run. they got free domains when you sign up for one year. So uh, go to squarespace.com, and our listeners will get 10% off by using offer code MYBROTHER7. That's MySpace, BROTHER SPACE, 7, the number 7. 
So uh, use that code and f go build something for yourself. How about a Yahoo answer? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, shit. This one was sent in by Lisa Holofield. Thank you, Lisa. It's by Yahoo Answers user Minty Fresh, who asks, What are some good dance crew names? I'm putting together a dance crew, and previously our name would have been Snick Snacks with X's. There were some issues with using that name as we wanted male dancers too, but the name was appealing to them. So the members what? that I have now wish to change it to a badass name. Does anyone have any ideas? We might use the name and we might change some things in it to make it more suitable for the look of the group. Thank you, smiley face. First of all, I want to address that. What, what is there inherently about Snick Snacks that implies anything one way or the other? Uh, I think Snick Snacks would be a good name for like, a plump centric dancing crew those have to exist right you would think like a dancing crew that is mostly comprised i'm just saying that heavy people like snacks i guess <laughs> basically in short heavy people can i like snacks. can i revise can i revise the goof can we looper it please allowed what if it is just composed of Clarissa from Clarissa Explains It All and Keenan and also Cal and the All That crew? Uh, you oh, got, hey, see. do you guys remember Snick? <laughs> okay, wait. Hold wait, on. Let's, let's operate on the preface that let's, you remember Snick. I'm going to looper it again. Back up. Hey, do you guys remember Snick? It was this <laughs> uh -huh. great programming block on the Nickelodeon channel. It came on Saturday nights. Uh, it stood for Saturday nights in... Nope. Nope. <laughs> Kids. Saturday Night Nick. It's Snick. Saturday Night Nick. Snick. Snick. Are you sure this wasn't a factor? <laughs> I am 150,000% sure. I, it's been 20 seconds and I can't think of another word that starts with C. TV used to be so much more edgy. Um, You want some all that? You little c***. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so the, this joke, it involves uh, characters from, from the Snick lineup. Fuck it. Oh, I see. Let's just go. Let's just go. I'm trying to think of some kind of badass name that contains the word Steppen with an apostrophe. Steppenwolves? <laughs> I think that's taken. Yeah, I guess. Not the plural, uh, though. Travis? Uh-huh. Uh, I've created a game to help us answer this question and get our brains working. Uh, I'm gonna ask you, give you a series of different names. For each name, I need you to tell me if it's uh, a, one of the teams that competed on America's Best Dance Crew or one of the Snorks. Now, from I, the hit <laughs> 80s cartoon series, The Snorks. Now, you, I am. I feel like I need to sit this out because I've actually watched a couple of seasons of that, and I know okay. how I know how crazy town this shit can get. I've Tra never watched it. Let's okay. see this. All right, Travis, are uh, you ready? Yes. Small star. Snork. Correct. It's a yellow yes. skinned female infant snork. Uh, blueprint crew. Uh, dance team. Correct. Uh, hype 5 <laughs> Is it a snork? Incorrect. That's a dance crew. Uh, Vogue Evolution. Now, That's a dance team. Stop. Okay. You expected there to be much more crossover. <laughs> I thought there would be one. Auntie Marina. Oh. I'm going to go with Snork? Correct. Static noise. N-O-Y-Z-E. 
that's definitely a snort. Guys, that is correct. I'm going to tell you a name. Adidas snort. I'm going to tell you okay. a name, and I want you to tell me uh, if it's a, a former U.S. president or a member <laughs> of the Parliament Funkadelic. Begin. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell Shelby. I'm going to tell you. A, I'm going to say a word, and I want you to tell me if it is a fruit or not a fruit. Here we okay. go. Asphalt. Travis, let me hit you with this. Iconic boys with a Z. <laughs> Is that a dance team? Correct. Eclectic gentlemen. <laughs> I want it to be a snork. I know. I want it to be a snork, too. Uh, Is it? Enigma Dance Crew KRU. I mean... Obviously, that's a dance crew. I'm just trying to decide if that's the full name of it. Dance crew, K-R-U. Uh, I, I can't help you any more than I already have, Travis. I'm so sorry. I'm going to go with Snork. Just trust my gut that's on this a, one. A, what the, a big shame is... Uh, Travis, what about Jabberwocky? Um, I know that that's a dance team because they do the scary neutral masks. See, if they didn't have that, if they didn't have that they're, fame, they're the soulless, that is the only the possible Snork crossover I could think of. Um, uh, okay, Travis, one more for you. Gary Diaperman Scheider. <laughs> Dance crew. Uh, unfortunately, Gary Diaperman Scheider was a, a member of Parliament Funkadelic. So yeah. that that was cheating on that on Travis, that front. grapes, go. Begin. It's a fruit. It's a fruit. Uh, Yahoo Answers user Izzy dropped some, some suggestions in, in the Yahoo Answers. Uh, Izzy suggested... Uh, maniacs, uh, barb with an X. Uh, no, unfortunately, Barbara Ains with a Z and also misspelled. Mm-hmm. Possibly Barbara Brains, which is cool. <laughs> um, Barbara Brains, Fusion, Inbeat Aerodynamics with a Z. What? Uh, there's also Ferocity Nine One One, which I <laughs> I actually do like that a lot. Hanna Barbera. Snork. Hannah Barbarian. Man. Hey. Hey, Roller Derby Girls. Hannah Barbarian would be a pretty good uh yeah, I like it. Be a pretty good name. Um What about Snorks with an X? I feel oh like Oh my god, that would be a good dance crew. And then you could just come up with other variations on like Lil St- Lil Star, but uh you work the word like um uh like high jump into that cuz that's that's like a integral move you guys would not believe some of the things the snorks are doing with bubbles Mm. they climb into a bubble at one point they're in a bubble um do you guys ever think about what it would be like to be a part of a dance crew i can't imagine any uh, any other like union like any level of unity that i could feel with a person more than i feel like more than a dance crew yeah i feel like my problem would be that i would constantly get momentary groove impulses and i my body would tell me to follow a groove yeah. and it would you're mess a loose cannon mcroy i know yeah, exactly got no place I, on snorks revolution i need your dance badge on my desk by three o'clock <laughs> <laughs> you would be the you would be the turbo of the of the I community got, I can't go back to the dance mayor one more time and explain to him why the you love The dance commissioner's on my ass, McElroy. I'm getting too old for this shit, literally, because my old bones won't do the flips. I'm tired of answering for your groove shenanigans. I, I groove nanigans. Maybe you should try putting moves together 
instead of busting them constantly. <laughs> you caused twenty dollars of damage to the dance floor yesterday with your groove. You set it on fire, literally. <laughs> now I gotta. Now the the chief of dance commissioning is on my on my case. You're a showboat, Magroy, and you got us fired from working at the showboat. This is your new partner, a drum machine. Let's kick it. <laughs> He's an actual dance robot. He's a dance robot. You're being replaced. This is this is your new partner, Skrillex. And this is Blade Runner, the dance movie. Two weeks later, you'll never believe it. The dance robot, he's turned. We need you back. There's one man for this job. No, I swore. I swore I would never dance again. No, Paul, don't do it. You said we were going to build a life together. You said you would never dance again. Don't you understand, Tammy? If I don't go back and defeat that dance robot in a dance battle, who will? Get ready to smell the funk. <laughs> I will kill you like I, I did your partner. I have captured the dance mayor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to dance your daughter to death. No! No human is brave enough to dance against me. Oh yeah? Me <laughs> and uh, Inspiration with three Zs <laughs> have something to say about that. Let's go, team. I'm you back. get him, Dance Carl. Get get him. Really, Travis? What? What's wrong with Dance Carl? I'm What's literally dance Googling movie? Dance Cruz right now to find a name to say. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, dance Carl with an axe. Oh, shit. That is pretty edgy. Uh, Hey, I got a question here. I don't know if I often go to movies... Because I find the unpleasantness surrounding the screen outweighs the thrill of seeing what is essentially a really big TV. In the case of a person making an unreasonable amount of noise, what is the proper etiquette? The scold in me wants to shush them like an 80-year-old librarian, but I don't want to be an even bigger asshole than the noisemaker. What would you do? That's from Incensed in Indiana. If I've learned anything from Dad, the proper response is you turn around and you make your eyes really big and angry and you kind of purse your lips together and you just stare at him really hard for like 30 seconds and then you turn back around without actually doing anything. Mm -hmm. I think that's move one. And then move two is you say to them, hey, can you keep it down? We're trying to watch a movie. If that's not enough, if that doesn't work, then you go, then then I say go to the usher. I, I Nobody wants to be a, a killjoy like that, but I, I think that... It's I, the only option I left. think you guys are escalating it a little bit too slow. I think mm -hmm. I think you gotta shock and awe. Just like turn around, no warning. Just yell like shut it like that in that voice. Oh boy. Making direct I, I, eye contact with them. Do you think dump a buck of popcorn on their heads? <laughs> I think dunk a buppet I think dunk a buppet of lava. Just dunk one buppet. Just <laughs> dump a boppet of lava on their face. Duck Get a, a boppet. Fill it with lava. Do I get a discount for buying one cardigan of soda and a bucket <laughs> of popcorn? If I buy both the cardigan and the bucket together, let me can get I some, get just like a bork some junior mints? Let me just get some bummy <laughs> some bummy warps and a bucket of sweet just, sweet nuttered popcorn. Can I get one of those uh, hot pretzels uh, with a little bit of that chose all over it? Thanks. I need. Don't. Uh, do you have the Nietzsche chose? Uh, I prefer sort of a Mexican flavor. Uh, you got them hot, hot dogs. I you love hot dogs. hot dogs. I have all of the aphasias. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, but you're right, Griffin. In that you really shouldn't ever have to. Ask. We should all know how to behave. 
it's not like they have encroached unknowingly <laughs> on your auditory it's, personal space. Yeah. There's no way that you missed that lesson going up. Hey, don't like talk don't talk in the movies. movie right i mean it's 101 can you just quietly lift your middle finger in the air and leave it there for the remainder <laughs> of the film <laughs> like without turning around don't turn around like, yeah yeah because you you're you're watching the fucking movie don't let them distract from two of your senses just stick your I'm... middle finger in the air and let them know because what are they going to do then what are they going to do then what's their what's their... oh and like maybe you've drawn a little man on your finger shushing them I don't. I, 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 I think that that doesn't make any sense. I think that after five seconds he's like, "Hey, whatever, man." And then after like five minutes he's like, "Okay, man." And then <laughs> like an hour into it he's like, "I don't know. Do I go talk to? What do I do?" He seems angry still. Mm-hmm. You know what I hate? I hate when I'm at a movie theater and I just want to stand up and enjoy myself. <laughs> there's always I one guy dance. There's yeah. one you know? guy behind me. It's like the groove is overtaking me. I just want to dance in the aisles. Yeah, I just want to stand up and just enjoy the movie. There's I always just want Harry Connick to know that I'm really enjoying the show. Yeah, yeah. Even when he's not there. If I want to masturbate during the Katy Perry film, <laughs> you should be able to. I, I guess. Oh, there's a hilarious. If you guys get a chance, check it out on uh, YouTube. It was on the Max Fun homepage, so go check it out. Uh, Jordan Morris wrote uh, a parody video of an advertisement for Katy Perry for dads. Yeah, and uh, Jesse Jesse Thorne. Yeah, narrated it. It's good oh, God, stuff. It's hilarious. It's on Funny or Die, I believe. Uh, hey, uh, serious answer to that question. Just move to Austin. Our theaters, if you talk here, they they shoot you. Yeah, dude. We went to uh, the Alamo Draft House. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Yeah, when, yeah. Everybody just so it's so scared. I've never been so terrified watching a film before. They play scary good... music and they put up words on the screen that say they'll fucking kill you. They'll fucking mm-hmm. kill you. I they saw it ex- once. I thought the scene the scene they show from Schindler's List was a little unnecessary, mm-hmm. but I th- certainly think it gets the point across. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw them kill a kid. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty hard. They fucking It was ki- like that scene from Reservoir Dogs. Here's the worst part. It was during a Dora the Explorer short at the beginning, and she was asking for feedback. Yeah. I mean, she was begging them to say, where is where is Steeler? Yeah. What is this? It's a backpack. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Sorry, Swiper. Fuck. Fuck. Hey. 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 Fuck. Hey. Guys. Guys, if we can't at least be factually correct about Dora the Explorer, then what the fuck are we doing here? Um, If you want to keep us from swiping things, then you're going to need to follow us. <laughs> Who's this message from? (laughs) It's for Jasmine. Who's this message from? It's for Matt. Happy birthday, Jasmine. I got you this jumbo trunk because I know how much you love those McElroy brothers. Almost as much as you love cooking, baking, candy, delicious things, beating me at Magic the Gathering, playing Guild Wars, and watching documentaries about That's bears. That's the best life ever. That's such <laughs> a good life. You've done it. I think you're the coolest and love you like crazy. That's from Matt. He put it with three T's both times, so I'm thinking that is how he actually spells it. So you think w- maybe it's pronounced like Matatata. Matatata. His name is a drum roll. Matata was my favorite Pokemon. Matt? Matt. Hey, Matt. Matt. Yes. 
<laughs> you rang. You rang, yes. Can I help you? Um, this message is for Jillian. It's from Seth, uh, who says, congrats on getting through your surgery. You got through the tough part. Now just take it easy. Uh, it might be hard right now, but if it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The f- hard is what makes you great. Just keep calm and stay strong. Best foot. Isn't that sweet? Proud of you, Jojo. We get a lot of so sweet. We get a lot of goofies in here, but sometimes something real sweet and genuine happens. And I think that that was one of those moments. And I think the more we talk about it, I think it magnifies it somehow. Beautiful. The more we inspect it, the more beautiful it becomes. Absolutely. It's almost as if we are more responsible for it than they are, mm-hmm. because we have dwelt on it for so long. Don't you think? Mm. Yeah, it's like we made it happen retroactively. Hey, uh, I want you guys to check out a new San Francisco-based lifestyle podcast with a humorous bent. Uh, It's called The Philosopher Kings. They discuss topics like the fashion sense of Captain Ron, uh, which Eiffel 65 song is topping the charts in Germany, the ultimate cocktail to accompany your next screening of Point Break. There are special guests like a Google employee, acclaimed drag queen slash filmmaker Peaches Christ, and our lesbian roommate Lauren the Ape. So, okay. so I have you nine questions. This show, <laughs> yeah, I have fifty questions. I need another podcast about how to understand the ad for the Philosopher Kings Guide to the Good Life. That's in iTunes. Uh, search for Philosopher Kings and subscribe right now. And honestly, if that description isn't enough to make you do it, I don't know what you're waiting for because that's um, that's a lot of enigmas there. I'm going to be a bridesmaid for a wedding this fall. The bachelorette party is scheduled in about a month, and I've just received word from the maid of honor that it's going to be fairly classic or cliched, depending on your viewpoint. She has scheduled an afternoon at the spa, followed by dinner, drinks, and dancing downtown. Uh, We are expected to perform the evening's festivities decked out in... (laughs) I was waiting. In in penis jewelry. Is that jewelry for your penis? That is not jewelry for your penis. It is jewelry depicting uh, the image of a penis. The night is going to culminate. Die cast medal of penis. Exactly. The night is going to culminate with a visit from a male stripper to our hotel. Hey, I've got one of those. (laughs) (laughs) I see y'all are big fans. I see your fans of dicks. Well, get ready. I have one to enjoy. Pleased to enjoy. My dick's got a smaller ring with a dick on it. <laughs> Check this out. Look on. Somebody get a microscope and see the dick that's on Hit's dick. Uh, Do you have any tips for how I can get through this shindig with some dignity intact? Some dignity <laughs> intact. That's from Petrified in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I got a quick solution for you. Don't go. That sounds like the pits. This is like one of those things where like you're it's not like you're missing something and there's some trick to coming through it without with your dignity. Like it's designed to be embarrassing and wild and crazy and silly. But it's not though. Like is there some point and and I'm I'm legitimately torn on this question because we can all take a vote and agree that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, and, okay. No, re- and let's make it clear, regardless of gender. Regard- Regardless if the regenerators were swapped, still fucking awful. That's the pits. If I have an evening as a gentleman where so one guy is going to look at me and be like, this is just like in Swingers. Like, I'm out. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm fuck that. 100% dude. out. And I love Swingers. And, like, 
you're that, ruining but don't my get point. Me wrong, but anyone who says that makes me want to kill them. The problem, like, okay, so there's one perspective that I can definitely see this from, where it's like you're a fuddy duddy. If you, I know it sucks, but just go along with it because this is what you do. But isn't that like why we're still doing funerals? Because no one says, "Hey, this blows. Yeah. Can we not anymore?" No, like, I don't want to be isn't rude. Isn't there the possibility, but, though, that this is what, like, the, the bride really wanted for her thing? Because she's like, nasty. <laughs> she wants to get, like, rowdy and nasty. Yeah. But, I mean, is it possible that this is, like, her dream bachelorette party or that's, something? I mean, that is the, that is, that's probable. Um, you have to pre I mean, you have to suppose that. And it's like, this is the last legit non-jewelry penis that this woman's gonna see other than her sweet betrothed um i could see uh, maybe i guess it's just, i can't divorce myself from the fact i could never have be in that situation and i have not been in that situation but i could never be in it and be like this is this is a professional it's cool because we're giving them money it would still ah. be like here's a naked person in a place where they're he, they're the only one so neat <laughs> <laughs> how how enjoyable hey that's neat have, i guess having a great time good you know what you should do you yeah. should go full-blown you should just furiously masturbate and just be like what i'm enjoying it isn't this what you wanted this is a typical response right what should i not be twibbing it right now yeah expose <laughs> you planned it debbie you deal with it expose planet <laughs> expose the norm that's what i'm saying <laughs> If I find I'm going to be in an uncomfortable scenario, some, sometimes one of the tricks I do is I try to learn more about the scenario than anybody there. Mm -hmm. So I can try to make myself the most, like get super deep into etiquette for male strippers. Mm -hmm. Like what is what is off limits, what is good, what is not. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, Susan, you'd have a dollar for each ball. Yeah. It's a dollar per ball, Susan. Oh, I like, I. You looked right into a spread, but you can't. <laughs> is that a move that male strippers do? <laughs> hey, he parted them for you. Hey, ladies, you know that. He parted them. That's five dollars. I know what you're gonna love. You know the part of the show where he <laughs> spreads his butt cheeks and stands <laughs> motionless for fifteen minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and you throw and you throw skittles. It's like a carnival game. <laughs> You're not actually supposed to look for more than 20 seconds at a time. Um, or else it loses its special game. Actually, no one's supposed to look. If you look, he, he leaves. He scampers off. He just, he just Oh, you spooked him, Sheila. Damn it. No. He starts, anytime someone looks inside his friend bow, he starts the timer over again. People die of hydration. This, the hydration is right. Because people no, spread Hey, somebody look. God damn it, Christy. God damn it, I gotta start again. One. Dude, no one look at my spread butthole. Please. Isn't that the plot of Magic Mike? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's basically the first hour and 45 minutes are him trying to get through the 15-minute spread No, it's an interactive movie. film. If, if it's just, it is just stuck in Channing's. But it's on the honor system. You have to push the button on, it, connected to your seat if you It is just yes, stuck in Channing's spread butthole on the screen. <laughs> Yes, Mom and Dad, I do want to pursue acting, and I'm sorry, but I'm quitting my day job as the usher that has to monitor the audience to make sure no one looks at Channing Tatum's spread butthole. I said Stalker Channing! Yes, you said Stalker Channing! Stalker Channing! You said Stalker Channing's spread butthole! 
image into existence with your words. Throw up. <laughs> now everyone is thinking about soccer chanting spread bold. It's your fucking fault. You know, you actually said it, and I went through this montage similar to like Showgirls, where soccer chanting is like oh, training. Chanting. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like read this. it like this to really get the soldiers' <laughs> vitriol up. Get, your humors are all out of whack, Chano. Oh. Take it from me. Oh, oh you, you know, you, you know that's not the you know that's not the first time that switch has happened. Oh Christ! This has been our comedy advice show, my brother, my brother, and me. Thank you so much for listening to it. Uh, Griffin has a formal apology he'd like to issue. I'm sorry, Miss Channing. I'm so, you were the president's wife, and I di- I did you wrong. You did it real wrong. Um, thank you for everybody tweeting about the show. Jay Christie, Billiard123, Socketeer, um, Scratty Bones, Luke Docker, Slaskimo, Pit Danger, <coughs> Tracy Wilson, Avi Warner, everybody. Uh, thank you for tweeting with the MBMBAM hashtag uh, and uh, helping us to spread the word about the show. If you tweet about it and you want to help expose more people, that's the best way we have it growing just send it a bit.ly forward slash it's moving bam that's our uh, sampler and then get a get a taste of the show and, and see if they like it and i want to say, say a special thanks to uh Lori and jonah they came and saw uh the complete works of william shakespeare with me in it and brought me i shit you not the most amazing cupcakes i have ever Aww. tasted in my entire life that's sweet so thank you guys so much and Lori was sweet enough to make me swear that I would share them with the stage manager because her brother was a stage manager and nobody ever brought him anything. He always brought the actor stuff. I know. It was like the sweetest thing. That's the nicest. So thank you guys so much. Thank you for coming. Thank you for the cupcakes. They were Now, you definitely didn't share those with the stage manager, right? Uh, no, I ate everything. You shoveled them straight into your throat. Um, I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Uh, go buy it. Uh, I can't stress this enough. Don't Spotify it. Don't, because I'll know. Uh, also, if you haven't, go give a listen to the other Maximum Fun shows. Go listen to Jordan Jesse Go. Stop podcasting yourself, throwing shade. Uh, and our new little brother. Oh yeah, Memory the Palace. Memory Palace. There's some good stuff in there. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a a tonal shift, I would say. From they're not going to talk about stalker chanting spread wide butthole. But um, there is that doesn't mean you shouldn't listen to it. In fact, it probably means you shouldn't listen to this anymore. <laughs> Ironically enough. Um, so go so, check out the Memory Palace. Yeah, yeah, it's on iTunes. You search for it. You listen to it. You subscribe. And subscribe and review our show as long as you got the program booted up. As long as you already went in your C prompt and loaded iTunes. Uh, go ahead and throw us a review. <clears throat> this final Yahoo was sent in by Jake Carter. Thanks, Jake. It's by Yahoo Answers user Corey who asks... Can a kid with a very mild concussion go to Dave and Buster's? <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Boy on the lips. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks. These girls are smart. Play your part.